Welcome to episode seven. There's something different. There is, but they're making us sit over here. They said it's um, more comfortable. Well, you say that. I suppose it saves me climbing up onto the stool each time. Yeah. With the little platforms I have underneath it as well. This is why we should do behind the scenes. Because if you'd seen Andrew actually getting onto the stool, it's quite funny. I think we might have some footage of me climbing on before, actually. We'll Maybe we should do. Anyway, welcome to episode seven of the Fire Talk podcast for Fire Safe Stick. It's with another him month and me, me and him. Jesus Christ, hasn't time? Time is going way too mm. quick. Um, I'm just, I'm losing. There's not enough hours in the day. Well, at the moment, because of all the bank holidays, so um, it's oh, only yes. four-day weeks at the moment. Yeah, so we, if you're joining us, I don't know when this is going out, but we've just had uh, the King's Coronation. Yep. Did I say that right? I think so. Coronation. Get my, get my teeth in. Um, which was uh, the weekend. Yep. Yeah, so we're, this is Tuesday after. Exactly. So, did you enjoy it? It was good, actually. Yeah, it's very good. I, uh, I headed up to uh, to the coast to see my mum, catch up with her and what have you. She's good. Yeah. Do a few jobs for around the house for us ever. Um, but yeah, no. Your, did you bring your little toolkit? Mm, <laughs> not really, <laughs> no. Did enough jobs for her, though, as it was. So uh, yeah, that was that was pretty good. What about yourself? Um, it was my daughter's birthday mm. uh, this weekend, so double double celebration. Yeah. Yeah, and the sun came out for her. Good. All that rain. But we had sun on Sunday. Exactly, exactly. Which was nice, very nice. So what's been happening in the old uh, Fire Safe Stick uh, HQ for the last few weeks then? Um, do you know what? Did we have the... I don't think we did. Uh, ...new sign on the uh, on the wall? No. Hashtag save someone's life. Exactly. And, and it's got... all the way up the stairs. Um, the glass has all got frosted as mm. well. Um, what else has happened? Oh, we've had some painting done downstairs. Yeah. So it's a bit brighter in reception. Mm. Um, that's all that's happened here. Just been Ooh. busy, busy, busy. i tell you what happened. Last weekend, I was, um, I do a thing called Sporting Bears, okay? We. we both do. We both do, sorry. Yes, exactly. I do a thing called Sporting you, Bears. You, 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 you've joined as well. Yes. Um, well. Anyway, while I was there, basically this is like um, taking um, families and children out for charity rides, uh, raising money for children's charities. Um, Very good charity. Which, exactly, which you did. You did an awful lot the other week, actually. So I have to say, you did probably more rides than anybody the other day, the other week rather. Yeah. Anyway, last week we were at Donington, and while I was there, I had a message from one of my friends who happens to be one of the sporting bears, but not there that day, and he just said, "Just use my fire safety stick. Absolutely amazing." Um, so um, in fact, uh, basically, he was um, driving along and saw there was a, a fire by the side of the road. Well, stopped. no, he, he actually thought it was an old man. From what I heard, yeah, it's an old man by the side of the road. They thought there was steam coming out of the mm. engine, so they pulled over to go and help him. Figure that, and it was actually not steam; it was actually smoke. The yeah. thing was on fire. Um, now you take over because that's the only bit I knew. <laughs> Do you know what? Instead of me talking about it, I'll get the chap himself to talk about it. Yes, be so I'm going to introduce idea. you to uh, Ben Lader of uh, MBE, by the way, um, who will. Uh, Tell the story a bit more, I think. Cool. So, hi Ben, it's um, it's good to uh, have you on online here. And I just want to have a quick chat with you about what happened the other day with the uh, a bit of an incident with the fire and what have you. But first, what you want to touch on, if you could just tell us a bit about yourself and about uh, talk events. Okay, so uh, my name is Ben Laidler, and uh, I've been in the services for thirty years in the military with the Army and then the Royal Navy. And as of January this year left the military and um, 
started our own company called Talk Events, which is driving tours across Europe. Myself and business partner Steve have been um, doing these events for about 12 years now. So we're old hat, but we've been doing it in our spare time, etc. This is us now going um, full pelt as um, as a major job. So it uh, sounds like a dream job. However, I've never come across so much paperwork and admin to do when you're performing driving trips. Unbelievable. Exactly, exactly. Now, you know what? First of all, just for, for anybody that's watching this, I'll just point out, actually, um, it's, uh, make sure that actually people are aware. We actually know each other already. So we're actually, we're friends through things like the Sporting Bears already. So obviously that's how you got to like the fire safety stick itself. Yeah. So they obviously work in... Um, doing the sporting based charity events met uh, andrew through there and i'd seen this thing about the fire stick now i've had tvrs in the past and not that tvrs burst into flame however if there's a car that could a tvr which is made of plastic fiberglass rather with lots of fuel and oils and things is probably a prime example of something that happened we have sold so many units of tvr owners yeah it's um, a, it, yeah it's been a great market for us i have to say but unfortunately i also have to add there's been quite a few TVRs being saved by it as well. Yeah. So uh, used to have the, the bulky, I think I bought a little special fire extinguisher, had it screwed into the uh, rear bulkhead, quite a big thing. Um, and uh, just thought I'd uh, have a go at these fire sticks I'd heard about. Never seen one in action, apart from the videos, of course, but you never know yeah. with these online videos how good they are. So uh, mm. yeah, I got a handful, one for the caravan, um, one for each of our cars. And um, we decided when we started doing these driving tours that we would have a fire stick in the main lead car just yeah. in case the event off. So yeah. uh, as it happened, the event occurred. Exactly. So you, you were organising a trip. Uh, so it was um, two, two weeks ago now, was it? I think nearly two it weeks was, ago. So what it is, we, whenever we do our trips, we never go out blind. So we will always carry out a recce first. A recce is a military term from uh, yes. time services. So we'll always go out with one or two cars just to go and have a look, check the hotels are up scratch, check we've got good routes, check everything we want to go and visit is actually there and uh, lives up to its expectations. Um, this happened on the way out to um, France for our Reims trip, which we're planning mm. to do uh, next year. And usually the trip from home to the Eurotunnel is just a mundane, boring drive. Um, on this occasion, um, unfortunately, Steve, my business partner, was ill and unable to attend. So I took my wife with me and she was co-driver. We were going along the 303 just before Stonehenge, funny enough. Traffic yeah. was all pretty backed up. And as we passed a lay-by, um, I looked at a car that was outside with the boot open and a couple of elderly occupants of their kit outside. And it appeared to be water rushing out the bottom of the car. It's really odd. Just okay. it didn't look right. And then as we approached, I could have sworn I saw a flicker of some sort. I asked my wife as we slowly drove past if it was a fire. And by the time I reached the front of the car, it was. It was a full-blown, um, whatever the, the trim is underneath the front of the car, that was fully alight. And the water right. I thought that was dripping was actually molten plastic pouring yeah. down the ground. And of course, when plastics are light, um, that was lit. That was pouring around, flames coming off that, et cetera. So as luck happened, I remembered we had our fire sticks in the front of the car. We pulled over in um, the V8 supercharged Mustang, which probably wasn't the best fire vehicle, um, but pulled over, jumped out, and I grabbed the fire stick straight away. Never used it, 
And I will mm -hmm. admit I never even read the instructions because I'm one yeah. of those blokes that doesn't read instructions. Yeah. Um, however, it's very similar to um, the military shamulis, which are the um, oh the flares. The flares. Flare, like say, it's like a little traditional yeah. flare, basically. Yes. Exactly yeah. That. So uh, very similar to that, as luck would have mm. it. Um, so I asked the chap if he had a fire extinguisher. He obviously didn't, and um, got the fire stick out. I went straight in. Now, technically, I never used it before, so I didn't know what to expect. Right. Yeah. And um, my God, I was engulfed in the fire sticks um, smoke that pushed out within seconds. Mm. Um, and I think it covered both lanes of the 303 as well, although the traffic was almost standstill, so there's not much yeah. uh, going on. But yeah. um, it, it had it out straight away, and it was mm -hmm. a 50 second stick, so I just left it running. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just kept it going there. And the uh, I did say to the chap obviously fire stick smothers but there's no um there's no dust or anything that comes off it right. so there's always a risk that if there is something inside that's hot and causing the fire could reignite um however the whole idea was to get the fire out give him a yeah. few valuable minutes etc hopefully to save his yeah. car yeah. and as it happened within about three or four minutes we heard the sirens right. fire brigade came around the corner jumped at the yeah. wagon only to find no fire nothing so I don't right. know if they're disappointed that there wasn't any uh, action on this call out, but um, yeah, no, it's uh, it did the job it was supposed to do, brilliant, and uh, replaced it straight away because I mean that's a cracking piece of kit. Absolutely, yes, uh, absolutely. You know, I'm not saying you should abuse them, but that literally sat in my glove box, getting knocked around when we were doing our rallies and events, and um, certainly couldn't drive around with a fire extinguisher like that. In the, uh, uh, I was going to say, I think there's a couple of points there. So what was the what's the reaction of the uh, the so it was a husband and wife in the car, was it? Or had the car? It was. It's an elderly couple. Yeah. Um, elderly couple. And he uh, he thought he was just going to lose the car. So they, yeah. they'd had time. I think what had happened is the DPF had exploded, right. self-destructed. And mm -hmm. uh, they heard the bang. They saw the smoke pulled over. They had time to get everything out of the car. And they were, okay, I think they were off on holiday or something. And yeah. um, they'd cleared cleared away from the vehicle. Yeah. And uh, like I said, I mean... It, to be honest, I'd have stopped anyway to assist. Yes. But uh, having the fire stick there, which yeah. I don't know what I'd done. I'd maybe try to kick it out or something, but it's not much you can do with the molten plastic. Had to have uh, some sort of extinguisher. Uh, yeah. Mm. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And uh, so obviously I think he was quite pleased afterwards as well. The fact that he, it sounds like he saved his car pretty much. He, he was very thankful. Yes, bless him. Mm. Um, and uh, we, uh, I must admit, we were racing to catch a Eurotunnel, so we didn't really yeah. hang around. No, um, of, course, of course. I did leave him the used fire stick and said, get yourself one right. of those when you're yes. done. So it was still hot at the time. Okay. And um, we uh, we shot off. So yeah. I hope we managed to recover his car. It wasn't there when we came back. So I assume it was. Um, yeah. Anyway, okay. yeah. And did you get, did you actually manage to speak to any of the fire brigade at all? Did they get any reaction from them with, with what had happened? And funny enough, we, I expected something off them, but they all jumped yeah. out the wagon and they were grabbing hoses and all sorts of things like that. And yeah. Um, like I said, it was it was quite busy and we just we needed to get away. So uh, yes. I pointed yeah. down to show that it's fire stick in case there was any yeah. issues they wanted to know. But um, no, we uh, we just dispersed, went off. Yeah, I mean, I know that there's a number of the fire brigades actually are familiar with the uh, with the fire safety stick. Um, and in fact, there's um, we're in discussion with it being rolled out to certain brigades already anyway, uh, particularly for their non-response vehicles. Um, so it's it would be interesting to see what their reaction was to this. This new unusual fire extinguisher mm. that they've not seen before, maybe. 
yeah. it's actually been so effective in putting the fire out there for it. So I, I will admit, as a first response, fantastic piece of kit. Mm. You know, and like I said, if if there was something creating the heat inside, I'd imagine that would possibly start up again. However, even if you had a conventional extinguisher, you know, there's no guarantee it wouldn't start anyway. And that's just so quick and easy to use. Yeah, exactly. Mm. I think that in compared to a normal extinguisher, so let's say a one kilo dry powder, the discharge time of that is just seven seconds. That's all you've got in total to be able to pull that fire out. With fire safety stick, because it's so long, 50 seconds at least in, your, in yeah. this particular case, uh, then that makes it, it obviously lasts much longer. And that's why it doesn't cause any damage. So even if you put that fire out within a couple of seconds, yeah. you still keep on using it, pointing mm -hmm. it out there, just get into the nooks and crannies, just to make sure it, it covers it. Um, yeah. And again, obviously, you, you said about the uh, the smoke uh, coming off the, the fire safety stick, might be something good from the area, might be. But any problems with breathing at all with that? It's funny you say that. I've got a proper couple of lungfuls. And I coughed initially when it happened, but actually mm. nothing, nothing afterwards. No. And a really funny thing, I mean, I know fire extinguishers don't necessarily smell, but I, I expected to stink of smoke having been through. And yeah. uh, no, there was, there was nothing. It was because uh, it was you have a stick, obviously, which is about a foot long. And yeah. then that's got a bit of reach itself. There was no requirement yeah. to get in there. Um, you know, yeah. just stood back, let it do its thing. And um, no, very impressed. I think that, I think that's one of the things that we found as well is people assume that you have to get much closer to a fire with it mm. uh whereas in actual fact you don't need to get that close to it at all because it will the, the you know the, the vapor from it gets into all those nuts yeah. and without having to get too close to it at all really yeah i mean in all honesty i could have just thrown the thing on the floor in front of mm. the car there was that much smoke coming off there was no need to stand there and uh, hold it direct it uh, it would have probably done the job absolutely fine yeah and certainly if yeah. something occurred in a caravan or explode that uh, thing space I'll just chuck it straight in the sink, shut the door and then get out. Exactly, exactly that. Exactly. So, so if it, it's always about safety, about your own safety. And if, if you can direct it at the fire yourself, great. But if you're in a situation where you're thinking, actually, no, I need to get out of here to safety, then exactly that. You just activate it, leave it in there, and get out of safety. It was yeah. repressing the fire for you. So that's it. So, uh, yes, you, you've, uh, you're certainly sold on the idea of the fire safety stick now, then. Oh, absolutely. Well, it's so much so now, you know, um, discussions with my business partner with regards to any event we run um mm. certainly we do a big charity event every two years and we have uh, six some groups and i yeah. think it should be standard issue just to uh, the great thing is we can issue one to the team leads and then yeah. as long as it's not used have it back at the end and that's going to last us a good what, exactly. 10 15 exactly. years so, um, uh, yeah. absolutely absolutely yeah so it's just it needs no service during that time you just do a simple sort of maintenance check on it make sure the strike is in place the black resin is still standing and other than that, that's that's all you need to ever worry about, and that's mm. it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So obviously, yeah. Well, I think we'll uh, we'll need to uh, get you sorted out with some more when uh, when the the rest of the team sort of agreed. On Abs it, absolutely. It. Yes. Yeah. I think it's no brainer for you. Mm. Right. Excellent. Great. Well, thanks for that. It's been uh, it's been good to have a chat with you about it. And what I've been obviously no doubt we'll be seeing each other again at the next uh, Sporting Bears absolutely. event soon. Anyway. Uh, it's, it's been my so. pleasure, and um, thank you very much. The only issue Excellent. was I had to do the rest of the trip without fire extinguisher, and I thought, my God, if I my car catches fire now. I should be yes. really miffed, but uh, yes, no, it was it was brilliant, and uh, even my wife was sold in it as well. Good, so she doesn't really go for gadgets and things, but uh, yeah. Uh, well, and that's one thing we are, we're trying to push for is people to have them in the homes as well, mm. because it's ideal for the home. Because the fact that it can do cooking oil fires, uh, chimney yeah. fires, things like that, so it really is a no-brainer to have at the home, as well as obviously for for the uh, for the cars and caravans and motors, etc. So yeah, no, absolutely.
Yep, uh, so, well, thanks very much for your, for your time, Ben. And I say, hopefully, we'll catch up soon. We'll get sorted out. Brilliant stuff. Thank you very much. Marvellous. Thanks. Cheers. Cheers. Uh, so, thank you very much for that, uh, Ben. Um, yeah, again, another example, I think, of the fire safety stick being useful not just for yourself, but for other road users as well. That's why it's important to carry, really, isn't it? Do you know what? I love hearing the stories. Mm. Um, it, just, it just makes me thankful for, you know, um, the, the work that we're doing, yeah. when people use it, we hear the stories, yeah. it's fantastic. Um, it's nice because we, you know, a bit of positive news. Um, Definitely. Off the, off the back of some of yeah. our um, trolls, um, which we're going to be doing a section on now. Yes, Answering actually. some of the questions that people have. I think so, typical yes. typical questions. Yes. This, I don't actually know what these are. I'll be honest with you, Andrew's got his little laptop out and he's going to be firing them at me. Exactly. Um, so I will try not to um, okay. say any bad words. So let's but, see what uh, I can Greg, find. when you edit this, if I do slip a, an accidental bleep, you know, just bleep it out for me. Mm. Um. <laughs> so we've, um, we've had this. Oh, here, here's, here's a great one. Um, just get a 1kg dry power extinguisher from Aldi for £10. Can do. No problem, but and this is this is one of the things. Right, powder extinguisher, not a problem. Mm. Great at putting out fires, but you need to know what you're doing. So you need some training on the technique of how to use it. More importantly, in that training, it will teach you what not to use it on. Okay, you do need them serviced every year, especially okay if they're in a moving vehicle where you're open to elements of temperature changes, hot cold hot cold night and day and the vibrations of a vehicle that's yeah. moving so would i say you know again put my professional hat on i wouldn't risk it you know that one kg powder extinguisher six to seven seconds if you don't have it serviced you never know really even if the gauge is in the green some of the powder could be clumped you don't know so it's better get it professionally serviced every year don't forget after five most people change them or, well, nowadays a 1kg, by the time you discharge it, reach, refill it and put it back into service, it's cheaper to buy another one. Mm. Again, it's £10. So £10, fire blanket as well. Don't forget you need a fire blanket with that. Um, service it every year, change it after five. Most people, this is the thing, right? There's nothing wrong with this. You've got to be so organised. You've got to remember, you've got to find, one, you've got to find someone who services one extinguisher. That's hard to do. You've got to probably more than likely take it to them. You've got to do that every year. You've got to remember. Most people are going to forget. After five, they're going to forget to do it. They're just It's just an ornament that hopefully they'll never have to use. But when they do use it or go to use it and it doesn't last the seven seconds that it's supposed to, might last three, might last four, they'll, they'll be the people that will moan. Oh, it's the extinguisher's fault. It's not the extinguisher's fault. You know, it's, you've got to look after you, you've got to maintain them, you've got to know how to use them. So nothing wrong with them, but you've, a lot more effort needs to go behind I it. Think I think I would probably ask, ask the question though, again, you said proper one kilogram dry power extinguishers, very effective if used correctly mm. and if main, you know, serviced correctly. If you're buying one for 10 pounds, how good a quality is that going to be? Well, you didn't say about the quality, just said you can buy But I, I, I would wonder that. And if you can't service it every year, so, okay, so it'll last for five years. It, it really, it's not going to last for five years, though, is it, in a vehicle? So, do you know what? 
maintain them properly. Mm. Depends. And these are the ones with gauges. The ones without gauges, I don't know what this guy was on about yeah. uh, from Audis. I've never seen one in no. Audis, and I'm a frequent shopper in Audis. Yes. I love my Audis, um, but I've never seen them there, so I don't know if they if they've got the pressure gauge. If they even they can be serviced, they might be the ones that can't be serviced. So then you, I would definitely be changing that every year. And there's so, a real false economy. Well, there you go. You you can't just throw it in the bin. Yeah. You have to then get give us give it to a professional company to then dispose of it correctly, buy one every year, mm. you know. He could, I mean, he could buy 15 of them <laughs> and then all 15 go out of date straight away. Okay, <laughs> right, so don't do actually, here's, an, here's another comment which actually okay. probably brings that around in another way, actually. So this, this chap here says, uh, but annual servicing ensures that something's fit and safe to use. Correct. So why would removing the need for annual servicing be a positive thing? I see they get mixed up between servicing and maintenance. Mm. So servicing, uh, again, when you're doing it commercially, servicing, maintenance, the same kind of thing. Mm. But what the engineer is doing there, the fire technician who's, who's servicing that extinguisher, he's doing two parts of his job. One, he's changing O-rings, checking pressure gauges, checking weights, making sure that it's fit for purpose. That's the service part. The maintenance is, is it still there where it's supposed to be? Has it got the right signage? For example, most traditional extinguishers in a commercial environment, they mainly pop in a door open and not where they're supposed to be. <laughs> where well, the it can't do. Well, no, that's why <laughs> definitely can't do that. Uh, although we've got a little video I of, think one, we have actually, uh, yeah. of the fire safety stick trying to I'm pop trying a to. door open and the door flings it out of the way, which is quite funny. Um, but yeah, so the, the uh, fire technician, uh, extinguisher technician is doing two jobs he's servicing and he's maintaining it so we're not saying don't maintain it yeah that's is it is it there is it supposed to be is it where it's supposed to be is it fit and ready for use mm. so we have got a maintenance guide um, we generally use that for our commercial uh, vehicles um, you know the pro version um, but if people want to be doing the same thing for their caravan, just checking to see if it's, it's fit for purpose, no problem. And I, think that, that. I think that's the thing is that you're right. It doesn't need servicing as such. It, it should be maintained. But maintained is simple as Visual making check. sure the strike is in place, making sure that the black resin on the top of the used strike is all sound. Yeah. Just a visual check, and that's all it is. And that check will... You, that's, you basically do it every year if you want to. But that will show you it going 16, 17, 18, 19, yeah. 20 years, 21 years. You've got to remember, it's an aluminium tube with a plastic handle. The resin inside actually is, well, basically will not deteriorate. You know, um, I've heard stories uh, from the developers that matures better with age, like a fine wine. Yes. Uh, it's the black tip on top, the resin. And yeah. the way you test it is with your finger, not your nail, finger on top, you're pressing it hard. If it's solid, it's good. So in year 16, year 17, press it, it's hard. It's good, not a problem. Uh, and of course, if your striker's there, you know, and that's why the, mm. the pro version have got the tamper tag attaching the striker and the handle together. Exactly. Oh, top tip. Yeah, go on. If you're putting in a moving vehicle, mm. caravan, have it upside down. So the striker's on top. Yes, exactly. Pro tip. So another, another comment, so basically, they've replied back saying, but remember, when it comes to fire, to get out, stay out, and call 99. 100%. You should do. If the fire's already established, do not time tackle it. You're not firemen. Uh, we don't want people putting themselves at danger. The, the, the aim of a mobile fire extinguisher is to always catch a fire early. 
for example, I don't know, let's just use a really bad example. I've got this little LED light here, uh, positioned nicely for us uh, by Andrew. But what, else, what other risks have I got here? There is no other risks. You know, it, there's electrical there. Let's say that starts smoking, yeah? You know, it starts smoking, I'm close, I grab the extinguisher and I'm putting it out at, when it's a small fire. If I come into the room and that's already established and the flames are licking up to the top and don't put yourself in danger. That's not, that's not no. what traditional extinguishers are there for, or mobile, They're, they are there to catch fire early. Um, so you have to kind of make that better judgment, but in line with the fire brigade's advice, don't tackle any fire bigger than a waste paper yeah. bin, if safe to do so. So 100% that advice, if the fire's already established, it's too big and it's not safe to do so, you get out, that's what you're supposed to. If it's manageable and you feel, oh, do you know what, I see smoke and there's some flames there and you've got the fire stick to hand or a traditional extinguisher and it's on the right type of fire and you've had the training, just knock it out. Put it out uh, and then hopefully you've put the fire out exactly. at an early stage before it's got too big. But all that said, the advantage of the fire safety stick is? Well, if the fire, if you do come back into the room, the fire's already established. You can, with the fire safety stick, activate it, leave it behind you, shut the door as you get out to safety. So you're going to get out, stay out. Get out, stay out. But where you don't do this with a traditional compressed cylinder, <laughs> don't leave it behind you uh, because they go boom. Mm. With a fire safety stick, because you've activated it, it's going off in the background. So if it's a 50 seconds or 100 seconds, it's now filling that room with, the, mm. with, the, with its uh, potassium-free radicals, which is slowing it down. So this is why we use the word repress, not suppress, because there's so, so many variables, size of room, but what it's doing is buying you more time to get out, more time for the fire brigade to get in. Exactly. Right, now I've got a couple of ones here, and I'm, I'm going to kind of combine these as three questions. So, God. Um, if it's that good, why does it not have a British kite mark? Does it meet the British standard? Um, these only have the CE mark and not a British standard. How can they say they last for at least 15 years when it's still a new product in its infancy? We're going to tackle them with two answers. So okay. British standards, a kite mark. Okay, so um, there is no kite mark uh, written around a non-compressed uh, extinguisher. So once uh, someone writes the standard around a non-compressed uh, uh, extinguisher, then great, we can apply for it and it will pass because it's non-compressed. But all the kite mark ones around compressed cylinders, you know, and it could be making sure that, the, you know, the, the, the actual manufacturing of that compressed cylinder is uh, suitable mm -hmm. and not going to just go off in your face because, you know, we've had some historically, uh, we've had some, um, how can I say this without getting myself in trouble, um, uh, lesser quality extinguishers coming in from outside um, and not be manufactured correctly um, because they're being cheaper. Um, mm -hmm. Of course, they then go out in the market. They could then leak through cracks, through metal, for welding, for pressure. So these standards around the kite mark of a compressed cylinders around the quality of it so it doesn't just leak. Um, the British standard around a, they're all written around, again, compressed cylinders. Um, there isn't written, there isn't a British standard written around a non-compressed cylinder. Um, in Australia, though, there is a uh, BSI um, verification certificate. Exactly. So they verified it. Now, in the UK, 
we have been trying to get that same certificate, which is just a copy of the one in Australia, mm -hmm. that technically by the same people. Same product. Um, but again, listen, can I say there's red tape? Can I say there's... Mm, they don't want this on the no, market? I, 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 think just, I think there's just some red tape. So basically what the verification system means yourself. is that firstly our product is yeah, CE and UKCA marks. So in other words, it's, it's safe for, for legal use in this country. Um, and what British Standards have done, they, they understand that there's some new extinguishers, like ourselves, where, where they don't have the right approvals for it. You know, they need to rewrite approvals for it. So what they've which created is. exactly. So what they've created is a verification certificate, which basically means that they've checked it out. They've made sure that yes, it's got a CE mark, and yes, it, it works as a fire extinguisher. So it does meet those requirements. It's just not got the current British standard to it. That's yeah. all. That's that's the only thing yeah. to it. But again, look, there's no no one's going to be commercially in their right mind to rush and make a standard for this product because this is a billion dollar maintenance people make so much money out of serving traditional extinguishers not that there's anything wrong with that mm -hmm. it's just you know at some point the there, there will be a standard written it's just going to take a long time exactly exactly doesn't mean the product's no good no uh, and that final point about the 15 year shelf life as well um, well the 15 again buy the product in uh, some other countries there is no um, expiry date so we've kind of we've been testing the product um, uh, back in the factory um, scientifically okay there's no reason why this product won't go on for forever as I said it's um, you know we don't like not giving it mm. a date so we've got a tested date which will again as we go as we go through time we'll test it again and again and again until we actually happy go 20 years 25 but buy the same product in America, Australia, South Africa, has no expiry date. I was going to say, and I think the other thing to remember, although we only launched it in the UK in 2019, it has been around the world, and particularly in parts of Europe, for much, much longer. In fact, the reason why we say the 15 years is because you yourself have seen the batches of 15-year units Well, I was going to say, tested. as I said, it's, it's all to do with the weak component of it. The, the mm. resin will outlast our kids' kids. Aluminium tube, how long does that last for? Exactly. Plastic handle, you know, again, how long is that, how long is that plastic going to last for more than 15 years? Um, that simple test of with your finger on that black resin on top, um, which if it's good, um, I'm sure Andrew will slip a little um, uh, segment up here or there with my finger just pressing the black. Yep, we can do uh, that. Just to show people. Yep. Uh, and that's it. You know, as long as, as I said, you know, uh, as long as that striker's there, what else is there to go wrong with it? Exactly. And I, th I think that's the. Um, and I think the other question people do ask about is the price of it. Yes. Well, this is a, a real common. We are not. If people are asking about the price, we haven't. They haven't really understood about the product mm. and its and its positives. So we have to do a better job of our marketing to actually make sure people understand of, look, you know, it's, it's minimum of 15 years. You don't have to worry about servicing it or changing it after the five years with traditional ones. The fact that it, you know, it takes the guesswork out so you're more likely to use it straight away. Um, you know, there's so many positives that actually when you look at the price, the price isn't the issue. It's not understanding why 
that is a you know it's a, it's a bit of a no-brainer mm. um the people who understand it and have got it they kind of go well actually yeah it makes sense uh, exactly. why would i you know it's small it's compact it's light um i don't have to worry about servicing it because this is the problem people buy extinguishers because they've either had a near miss mm. uh, at their home or their car or their caravan they know they need something to fight a fire but then they're not doing that the homework around what have I got the right one? You know, what happens after a year, three years, five years? There's so many different ones. Mm. And they're all good. Mm. You know, there's not there's not one extinguisher on the market that I would say, do you know what? It doesn't work. Um, they all work in their own right. They all work. Extinguishers generally get a bad rep by either people using them wrong or people not servicing them and then blaming the extinguisher. Oh, it never worked. It's rubbish. It, you know, and mm. then it's, we find out it hasn't been serviced for 10 years. Well, what do you exactly. expect? You know, you blame your tools. Yeah, exactly. Um, so it's, it's, you, again, it tries to take that guesswork out of it. I, I think so. I think, the thing I want, just want to briefly add is because a lot of people assume that we're property owners. In other words, we're putting a massive markup on it. And that's not the case. They don't appreciate the manufacturing costs particularly for this resin that's inside, which is the unique resin. Yeah, it's, again, the, the resin is so, um, it's so unique, it's, mm. it's unbelievable. Mm. Um, I mean, I don't know if we've mentioned it in the podcast before, but I was privy to some of the contracts that are in Indonesia now. Mm -hmm. So in Indonesia, we actually have a, um, the demand is huge, we're talking millions. Mm. Um, and we've actually got a production line there. Yeah. So, it, you know, we've got the, 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 the handles and everything together and you basically put it all together mm. there. Um, just to, to, you know, the, the supply and demand over there is huge, but it's a government mandatory now. Yes. All new vehicles it, manufactured in Indonesia will have to have this product. Uh, again, it's not called the fire safety stick, but it's the same product. Um, and that's amazing, you know. Mm. They they've they've done their research, um, but you've got the likes of Honda. Um, the two contracts that I've seen that are going now are Honda and Daimler Benz. Uh, hold on, hold on. Honda and Toyota. All right. They're the ones that are rolling out now. Right. There's a huge list of all these car manufacturers. Daimler's on there as well, but Daimler Daimler Mercedes in uh, Indonesia is not as popular as right. some of the others. It's you know. Uh, the the numbers weren't as as big as um, some of the other ones mm. there. Um, again, that's just a little bit of insight. I'm not sure if I was supposed to be saying this, but uh, you've got it here. You can cut this bit out. If, yeah, I'll uh, be fine. If I'm not supposed to be saying it, there'll be a big um, sort of black line here and a bleep but, all over it. Um, so China now mm. are using our resin. So yes, although we see it in a in our fire safety stick mm. tube, the resin inside is the secret. Right. That resin now. The Chinese mm. have, I don't know if I should be saying this as well, you beep it out if I'm not supposed to, <laughs> check it with our legal team if I'm supposed to be saying it. Um, but the resin now is actually, the, the Chinese have stopped trying to make their own because they right. couldn't get the, they can only go eight seconds and okay. they're releasing some gases which is not good. Yeah. Um, so they're now buying it from the factory who are now supplying China and they've actually come up with they've come up with a few units now, which is mm. quite uh, amazing. So they've they've developed a fixed uh, suppression one, 
which um, is about so big, but it's got four of our capsules inside. Mm. Uh, and that goes off in one go. And that actually is a really nice design, but that goes in high-performance engine base. Yeah. Um, so I haven't seen it physically. I've only seen videos and I've seen the concept, but that's actually been manufactured. Oh, wow, okay. Um, that is something I'm negotiating about getting here. Right. Um, so, that, you know, if we can get it over here, because we at Fire Safety Sick UK will have potentially the rights to that product mm. in the UK. Well, you mentioned about Damien. Shall we get him to come along and join us? Yeah. Have, you, have I got all the questions? Have you I, I, I think we've covered all the main ones sure. there. Yes, exactly. Yeah, so yeah. it's been good. If anyone's got any questions, drop them in Send here. them on um, Oh, actually, I do. Before we get Damien... Go on, then. Right? I wanted, um, so one of our viewers, okay, uh, Matt, mm. wanted to know, because we normally film in with this in the background. Yes. Uh, and he was saying, why have you got, if, you know, why have you got a traditional extinguisher in the background? Well, it's uh, not And quite. it was because the cover was closed. It did look like a traditional extinguisher. So I promised Matt that on the last one that I would actually show him what it was, but I forgot completely because I was too busy waffling about something else. So this is, we don't manufacture this. This is just something that someone uh, bought for us. Um, but someone has taken a traditional extinguisher that's not used, um, recycled, and they've made it into an optics. Now, we've had it on display because it's just you know, something nice. Not that we're taking the mickey out of traditional extinguishers, mind you. thought it was cool. Um, but we just need to find something that actually can fit in here that's non-alcoholic because obviously Sorry? it's a workplace. Oh. I don't know what you're on about. You don't drink anyway. Yeah, true. And I can't handle my drink, so I shouldn't drink. <laughs> uh, but we need to find something that goes in here. The only downside is I've bought a little cup. This is not kind of the kind of cup that you'll be having for alcohol. But I'm thinking like a cappuccino syrup. Okay. The problem is to get it in there, you've kind of got to tip it in at an angle, get it under just to do your squirt, squirt. Well, that's not and, then, work, and then tip it all. <laughs> so, yeah, there's a bit of a design flaw, but looks great. And it's not for yeah. real use. But that's for Matt. Um, that's the use for that's it. That's for you. Um, but we've got um, toilet roll holders. Exactly. In our toilets. Yep. So it's got a bar comes out and the toilet, yep. toilet roll goes here. And this bar here is where you put the excess toilet paper. Quite funny. Um, not that we're taking the mickey out of traditional extinguisher. No. Uh, it's just people give those things because, um, you know. Exactly. Of what we're doing. So, shall we? Cool. Uh, shall we call uh, Damien out then? Why don't? We? Yeah, come on then. He's shy. Man. Just like that. We yeah, Damien. Hello. It's good to be here. I've made it. Yeah. Up the <laughs> <laughs> In our new location. <laughs> this this was it. one of the reasons why we had to change locations because if there's three of us, it yeah, doesn't it won't work. Fit there. It doesn't work by the uh, by the bar. Exactly. So we are now casual. Ooh, it's all a bit casual, though, I feel. I don't, it is, it I don't know which way to sit. Do I sit like this? Do I sit like I probably wouldn't sit like that. Well, uh, do you know, when we put these together, you don't know this because um, it was me taking them out of the boxes. These actually click and go backwards like a bed. <laughs> I didn't actually know this when I bought them. And when I, <laughs> I clicked it, and I thought, this is a bit weird. I laid there thinking, oh, this is quite comfortable. <laughs> Hadn't clicked it in, but it shot me back and went rolling over. I wasn't at the time, but I do but, remember that happening. It was, yeah. The thing is, I didn't have our CCTV rolling no. at the same time. So that would have been, um, that would have been brilliant. Well, that's it. It's good to know if any stressful days yeah. when you come and... <laughs> you can, you can <laughs> click it and, and lay back. So don't ever 
you know, if you see if you see a customer sitting here and he's he's rocking, just go look. Trust Stop. me. <laughs> you could be going that way. <laughs> anyway, gentlemen. Oh, okay. Back on track. Yes, father. See, I have to control him. It's a nightmare. So, Damien, Damien what's yes. your role going to be Welcome, with us then? So basically, I mean, I think it's week six now. It's flown flown by since I've joined the team. Um, and I'm helping the whole sort of relationship management side. So distributors that are interested in um, taking on board and stocking and selling the fire safety stick, um, helping out on the marketing, I'm helping um, support any companies that have any questions about the fire safety stick and how it works. And um, yeah, and it's been exciting. It's been a lot to learn. And it's been good kind of introducing myself to a lot of the companies and the businesses um, that we're already working with. And hopefully that's only going to expand over the coming months as we go forward. You enjoyed it? Yeah. So absolutely. far? Absolutely. Baptism of fire. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we yeah. haven't even started yet. <laughs> you haven't, you oh, haven't, no. You haven't gone back going, these are a bunch of nutters. No, no, not yet. Not, not now yet. there's beds here. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> we could have, like, some companies introduce them sleep pods. Yeah. We could put like a little tent over them, knock them down. Have you not seen my sleep over my desk in the afternoons before? Mm. Yes. Mm. Through stress, eh? Yeah, usually. <laughs> not for me. It's for Sorry? Me. I never stress you out. Do I? <laughs> no, but it is interesting hearing some of the stories that, again, businesses have to, have to tell me. We've, you know, certain cars, we've, um, or they've got fleets of cars, and we've heard about extinguishers dropping off and going off and discharging in directors' faces. Yeah. And you, had, you had one... Um, one of the uh, one of the companies was actually telling you a story, weren't they? There was a an actual extinguisher. That's it. it went off in a director's face. Fall, yeah, fallen off. They're driving along, and I say it fell off the back and started kind of filling up the whole cabin. Mm. Went off in the director's face, and um, yeah, they told me they're still clearing it up now. <laughs> Not the director. <laughs> well, the director well, probably had some uh, <laughs> had some mess of his own if he breathed that. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's that's not good. You got to remember powder extinguishers. Uh, uh, there's nothing wrong with powder mm. extinguishers. They were developed to put out fires, but it really isn't good if you breathe it in. It, you know, I've done it so many times, and oh, it's not good. I mean, that's why they're pushing for the fact that uh, powder extinguishers are no longer recommended to be indoors. Yeah, enclosed enclosed, enclosed spaces. spaces. Yeah. Um, again, you know, um, depends on who you speak to. Some people are already doing it. Some people. You know, it's an opportunity for them in a commercial environment to mm. go, oh, let's take out all these ones that we sold you last mm. year, put these new ones in. Um, but then again, you know, that's uh, yeah. different. Not, not what we're looking at doing. No. But yeah, again, powder extinguishers, um, you know, fantastic, but very messy, very yeah. messy. Um, what people don't realise as well, it's, it's, it's so fine. It gets into the, all the, if you've got electrical goods, it go, uh, you know, mm. goes in through the vents and it sits on the board. The thing is, it doesn't necessarily not work straight away. It will then start eating the circuit boards and corroding it, and then it will then all of a sudden have electrical faults because it's corrosive. Um, so, yes, it's kind of a, a big problem. But not only that, as we've said before, it's also people knowing how to use it correctly as well. Mm -hmm. Even if you've got the right type of fire for it, and fortunately powder does do many types of fires, mm -hmm. But it's the technique, what I mean, a lot of people aren't aware of using it correctly but as well. The thing is, they're in a panic state, so, yeah. they're, so they're just blasting. They're, oh, blast, exactly. blast. And, uh, and then well, if, if it doesn't go out, they're like, well, why has it not gone out? But, and it's about value as well. People need to kind of understand 
that it's an investment, um, mm. you know, that is going to save someone's life. You know I, know, I know that in the past and maybe earlier on, you've spoken about sort of certain responses on social media and things like that, you know, and, we've, you know, we've had people that go, oh, it'd be yeah. cheaper just to p pay your insurance success, mm. you know, and someone just planted, well, that won't bring your family back, you know, and that's, exactly. that's no true exactly. statement and, that. and do you know what? And it's it's about catching that early. We've, we've, we've just yeah. gone through a load of comments, mm. um, and it's and this is where... Most of our job around fire safety stick is around the marketing. Mm. It's getting that message across. You know, it's making sure people don't uh, are not putting themselves in danger. It's to tackle that fire before it gets out of control. Exactly. So you know, it's it's what if mm. um, you got a tool to put to, you know to put the fire exactly. out. Exactly. So exactly. We had we had um, um, someone who recently I don't know if you, I can say this, but recently just bought one for his electric car. He's got two different mm -hmm. types of fire extinguishers okay. in there and uh, in his electric car purposely. Uh, lovely guy. Um, and I'm going to be following him on his, on his uh, activities through YouTube. Okay. He's, he's uh, developing this car. Mm. Uh, quite interesting. Mm. And I said to him, and he's got our extinguisher nicely mounted there, yeah. uh, which looks amazing mm. with the rest of the car he's done. It looks amazing. Mm. And he's just having another... Uh, fire extinguisher mm. with a bracketeer. The bracketeer is right, yeah. a bracket that goes underneath the seat. And uh, with a traditional, um, a, a more, um, a better traditional, it's not dry powder. Mm. Um, and I said to him, I said, you, I said, you do know none of these extinguishers are going to help your car if it's electric car fire. You just run. Mm. It's not going to stop it. Even the fire brigade. He goes, I know, I know. Why have you got them there? It's better off at home. Um, but, you know, again, it's that peace of mind, you know. Um, but I made sure he was aware none of them are going to help. Exactly. That but is, but uh, again, it goes back to the, what we were discussing earlier with, with Ben earlier on, the fact that people carry the fire extinguishers to look out for other people. We've had so many examples yeah. where uh, people have had fires and it's somebody, you know, the night in shiny armor was stopped to help them to put the fire out with their fire safety stick. Again. So it's a prime and, example. And it's that fine line with any extinguisher, even without, you know, not even the fire safety stick, mm. having something and putting yourself in danger, mm. putting your fire out, it's that fine line of if safe to do so. Exactly, you know? exactly. Uh, and with lithium, you know, the problem with lithium batteries over your traditional fire, you know, it, with a car fire, it could explode at any time, it depends mm. on what's on fire, yeah. so it's better to just get out of there and, and you yeah. know, if it's a small fire at the start, you can knock it out before it yeah. spreads. Um, but tackling a fire, you know, and going to an aid of a fire, you know, there's an element of danger there. You know, mm -hmm. th there's an element of should you be doing it, in my professional opinion. Um, again, people will, will, will try and we, you know, you've got to just make sure they're educated. But with electric, the lithium battery, lithium ion ones. batteries, they are so unpredictable. Yeah. You could, you know, they could just, from scooters to, you know, mobility scooters, anything, they can just poof, go. It, it could be like a box of Roman yeah. candles all of a sudden shooting yeah. out so at you. So I, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even, even at, a, uh, even at the beginning of that, mm. if it's a, a, a lithium ion battery, just get out to safety. Yeah. Um, don't even tackle it. Exactly, exactly. Some, some scary stuff. Yeah, no, very true. Well, I think we, uh, we need to start sort of uh, wrapping this one up now. So I think if we've still got any viewers Basically, left after this time. he's saying I've talked enough, now get off, he needs to go and do some work. I don't tell him about doing any work. Oh, okay. But basically, place. yes. <laughs> exactly, exactly that. So um, I think it's time to wrap up. So thank you very much, Damien, nice Sergio, and myself, Andrew. 
And see we'll see you again next time. See you next month. Cheers. So episode eight. Whoa, you're keeping up on this one. Well, I got it wrong once, so... I, yeah, exactly. I'm That's why I make sure a note of it. Before I come in there, I, I check. Exactly. Right. Cheers, guys. Thank you.